I've got a little bit of video for you. I think um, if the guys at the back could um, just show this. This is um, this is Citygate Church, Bujumbura, and these are your friends greeting you. <laughs> so, um, Nigel just said, what are my highlights? Thanks, guys. Um, that's what God's been doing, hey? It's amazing, isn't it? Over all these years that God is gathering his people, and that is our church meeting in secret just two, uh, two weeks ago. And very definitely, um, I don't know if you can just pick it as a highlight from this trip, but um, as we've started to gather people secretly, because we don't have permission at the moment to gather publicly, um, I've really been overwhelmed by seeing what God is doing in the lives of our friends who, as you know, we've stood with as a church over many, many years through crisis and disasters and things. And just seeing them now really begin to be transformed by God, to encounter God. We've seen, um, in the last few months, we've seen over 100 people saved, which is phenomenal. Um, Have you got the... (laughs) Yeah, praise God. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I wanted I nearly <laughs> I nearly said Imani Shimwe then which is praise Jesus in in Kirundi I'm still in Burundi mode um this is uh just a few pictures so because we can't gather publicly uh legally we either gather people where we give out milk or we gather people where we're doing our farming training and so this was just um a couple of weeks ago the middle picture there some of you know Marungwa who did a year with us some years back who's uh, really grown in God and is taking a lead he's our lead trainer and uh praying for people there. And that morning, as we gathered people for um, training, we saw another five people saved. And uh, and we're there praying for people just to encounter the love of God, just like we have been this morning. And uh, seeing people meet with Jesus, and it's just been such a humbling time, really, to see that um, as much as we've tried to help people practically, it's actually only God that can transform lives and hearts and minds, and that is very definitely what he's doing. So, um, And then the next picture, please. Um, we've just begun to see um, some breakthroughs in healing recently. Um, just in the last uh, few trips, we've really, particularly through Marunga, actually, who's really provoked us that you know, the Bible says God is a healer, and even though we don't always see healing, uh, we should go after it, because that's who Jesus is, and um, and we've seen three people give testimonies um, recently of um, healing, including things like inflammation going down, which we actually saw in somebody's arm, and uh, this lady here um, that we're praying for after we'd gathered people the other day, she has a real problem with her sight, and we prayed for her, and her sight wasn't completely restored but she said it was like 50% better that she could see so much better so praise God again and uh, we obviously we're continuing to pray for her and just believe for um, breakthroughs but we're just sensing that God is doing something um, and then on to the on to the next one please um, the top picture is the piece of land that many of you contributed towards uh, many years ago when we took up an offering to buy a piece of land and uh As you may remember, there was a big disaster and our land was uh, badly destroyed. Um, But now the bottom picture shows all of our um, 
beds across that whole land is now in use as our training site. And uh, there's been more floods. It actually got damaged twice while, while we were there. Uh, but our teams have worked really hard to, to uh, establish raised beds, which have meant that we haven't lost the crops that we could have. And uh, our friends are now starting to grow their own food. And we're still seeing harvests of more than 10 times the normal yields by doing things in God's way. So praise God again. That's another highlight. And uh, it's amazing just to see that land um, being used. And uh, if you've been around for a while, you may remember that the piece of land was the site of one of the worst massacres um, in Burundi many years ago in the Civil War. And God gave us a promise when we bought it that it would be a place of hope and healing and uh, restoration. And we believe that we're beginning to see that come about now as it's as it's really the hub of where we gather and it's where we you know, gather people for church and those pictures you just saw are also at this land. So God is faithful. And uh, then next picture, please. Um, this is our guys. Uh, Marungwa there in the plain blue T-shirt with a couple of our trainers who are members of the Chirama community. And uh, just, yeah, celebrating that, that God is now um, providing food in abundance. And uh, Burundi is currently the hungriest nation in the world. And we really believe that God has to told us that we're to take this way of farming right across the nation. It's not just a farming method. You introduce people to Jesus and he's just doing phenomenal things uh, as we do that. We're only doing it in a very small way. We're now on four sites, uh, which is incredible. But um, we are looking towards the whole nation for what God will do through this. Um, next one, please. Um, just some more pictures there on all of our different sites. The people there gathering, um, drying out their soya beans, um, which they just harvested. And the next day, the floods came, and it was just the mercy of God, really, that they just harvested the day before. Uh, that's a cash crop for them, so it's given them some income to live off. If they had have harvested one day later, they would have lost it. So quite phenomenal. And uh, just notice the smiles and the joy that there is there because that's for me is the biggest change from um, seeing our friends a few years ago um, when the disasters happened, so despairing, so without hope and now full of hope. It's absolutely incredible. Um, next one, please. Um, I just wanted to put some of these pictures up uh, just to reflect back that really just to show what God is doing. Um, the, the lady in the yellow is a debt. She lost five of her six children in the disaster a few years ago. And uh, you may remember that we um, helped support people after the disaster. And you can just see there the lifelessness in people's eyes. Um, and the next one, please. And, you know, they're still living in horrendous conditions. But if we go on to the next one, just look, this, that's the same people full of hope and full of joy. And that is the story more and more and more as people are meeting with Jesus. And so really, it's hard to pick out one highlight from this last trip. Actually, in many ways, it was a really, really uh, very tough trip. Many challenges. We're facing many battles at the moment. And yet within it, we're seeing God's church be established in Burundi, that community that you saw at the beginning they call themselves city gate church they're learning to see themselves as Jesus sees them and they're learning that God is who he says he is and that's uh that's our first group of farming trainees who from the uh, growth of their harvest have been able to grow um, their own food and and by selling that they've eaten some of it they've now actually managed to rent their own 
land. And so um, we've a long way to go yet before they can completely sustain themselves. They're still um, in, in poverty, but their mindset has changed. And I just felt this trip, I just felt like through the transformation of hearts and minds more than anything, poverty has lost its grip. And uh, God was speaking to me that, you know, we're giant slayers. And if you think of the story of David and Goliath and, and when uh, David saw um, Goliath uh, killed, he said, you know, this is, this is God's battle. But he did what he could, just little David with his little shepherd's pouch and his five stones in it. And, and he, he just trusted God to bring down the giant. And, and that's what we're seeking to do. Um, in whatever field of influence we're in. For us in Burundi, one of the big uh, giants is poverty. And it's losing its grip because these people don't see themselves as poor anymore. They're talking about land, they're talking about homes, they're talking about the future in a way that they they weren't ever before, which is just absolutely incredible. So, um, okay, on to the... Next one, please. I just wanted to hijack this time. Sorry, Nigel. (laughs) And I just wanted to say the most enormous thank you, Gateway. Um, I'm probably going to lose the plot now. just for everything over all the years. Some of you supported me when I first went to Burundi 20 years ago. Um, But, you know, you've prayed, you've given so generously, you've invested in land and people's lives and crisis support. You've helped keep people alive. You've been bringers of hope. You know, our friends in Burundi know about you here. They're always saying, greet Gateway from us. Greet our friends in in England. And, uh, you know, I've just listed their I just was really overwhelmed when I was putting this together, just thinking, gosh, that what what you have poured in and how you've supported has just been phenomenal. And I just can't thank you enough, each and every one of you, for praying, the interest, the support. Some of you have visited, you've come and you've given your skills, you've um, listened to me, you've prayed for me, you've supported me, and you really are part of the kingdom coming in, in Burundi. And I hope that 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 won't leave after I leave Gateway. Um, so uh, just a couple more slides, just a um, couple of memories, if we could ping on to the next one. Um, you may remember we filled a container a few years ago to provide uh, crisis support. Uh, the people that are now gathering are gathering because they said they came to know God because he answered their prayers where friends around the world supported them in their time of need. And uh, that was us filling our container and Hubert drove a van to Holland to load it up and things with us. And the next one, please. Um, And then people that have visited, Mike and Annette, Dave Hartridge, Callum, Clive, Nigel, um, and others who've come and just been there and have encouraged our friends and um, have just given and sown into. So thank you so much. And then just the final one. Yeah, just the most enormous thank you, Gateway Church. Really, what you've done is absolutely phenomenal, and it doesn't it doesn't end here. So, thank you. So, Gateway Furniture. Just for those that perhaps don't know what we do in the town, uh, we help people in need. Uh, furnish homes basically we get uh, local residents within Swindon and the surrounding areas will donate furniture into us which we will go and collect and we will then pass that furniture out to people in need through uh, agencies in the town 60 plus agencies in the town 
um, many of them not Christian organizations who will refer customers into us and we will provide them with up to four core items of furniture essentially for free. Um, we operate out of a town centre shop and we have uh, a large space in the warehouse next door. What I'm really encouraged about, I've really felt since the start of this year, that um, God is, is a kind of an unlocking time. We've gone through quite a difficult phase over the last couple of years of running the project. Last August was very difficult. And really, practically, we have very little. We have one van. We have very few volunteers and people that help out in, in, in Gateway Furniture. But actually, with the resources that we've got, God has kind of done some miraculous things in enabling us to help lots of people. We help about 30 to 35 families a month. Um, what, what I want to say is, in the last... Uh, 10 days I'd, it's very easy for me to stand up here and say oh we help these people and it's numbers and and sometimes even myself I get a bit complacent about actually the impact we have in this town so I just want to say um, over the last two weeks uh, Linda Barnes who's uh, a lady who goes to the east she comes in and volunteers with us and she does the referral process so when clients come in who need furniture she sits down with them, chooses the furniture with them. Um, she's been on holiday. So over the last two weeks, I've been covering the referrals process and seeing those customers. And it really struck me. And I just want to give you, just very quickly, this was one day, the 22nd of March, we had um, seven people that came into us. That, or I saw seven people that day uh, who we helped furnish a home, move into a property and live in that property safely and, and with some comfort. Two of those people were referred from organizations that deal with domestic violence. One of them was a refugee. Uh, two of them were from Swindon Social Services, Children's Services. Uh, one of them was a food bank referral through Freshbrook Church. And one of them was a referral from adult social care mental health. And just to give perspective to the reality and the impact that we have, of those, um, of those, the one that was a food bank referral from uh, Freshbrook Church, she'd been given loads of food she couldn't eat. She'd been given loads of pasta and things like that. She couldn't cook it. She didn't have an oven. So the, the referral was done. Within two days, we got in, we wired her in a cooker, and she was so thankful because she literally couldn't eat the food that she was given because she couldn't eat it up. So that's one, one aspect. The other one, the mental health, we refurbished this lady's home. Uh, within a few days, she'd been living uh, rough in and out of institutions most of her life. The woman was, I'll be honest, quite aggressive with us. Uh, she came in with her social worker, but we showed her the love of Jesus, and now she's safe in, in a property uh, that she can call her own in the town, and we've shown her the light of Jesus through that. So, but that's normal. That's like one day. You know, that's what we're doing. Uh, this, last, this last 10 days, we've seen 20 people on referrals and done similar things. There's so many of these stories. But what I'm really excited about is this unlocking. So practically, we've been doing all of these things, but I really felt in my heart we need to do more to witness about who Jesus is to these people. So I'm really pleased to announce that we're going to be running an Alpha course on the 24th of April. It will start Wednesday morning, 9.30 in our town centre shop. We have a few people that are kind of core people that are volunteering into that and owning it with us. So thank you to those people. But I just want to do a shout out. If there's anybody in this room who feels that they want to be part of that, perhaps helping with tea and coffee, welcoming, please come and have a chat with me. I've got to go over to the East after this, but please grab me, get my email address or, or um, grab me next week. But, uh, and I also feel it's really important that we have people on site in our town centre shop in Havelock Square praying during the time that we're, we're there with Alpha. I have a real heart that we're going to have probably about 20 people that want to do this. We've already got a large community that meet in our cafe on a regular basis on a Wednesday morning. I know many of those are considering coming along. 
Again, if you've got friends, people that you want to invite, I've left a few leaflets out in the front as well. Uh, the other thing I just want to say as well, sorry, I know we're short of time, but I'm just going to say this, is um, what I've shared with you about the referrals, that's like the tip of the iceberg of the interactions that we have with local people. We worked out that we probably interact, or we have interactions about 65,000 interactions a year with people. Um, okay, sometimes that's the same person over and over again, but when you take into account the agencies we deal with, the people that are referred in, customers that just come into our shop, people that use our cafe area, all of those interactions, about 65,000 interactions. What an amazing opportunity we have to witness to people about who Jesus is. And I really feel that Alpha is an unlocking of that. So please, if you have a heart and you've got time, you've got a few hours free on a Wednesday morning from the 24th of April for 10 weeks, please come and talk to me because you know uh, we need people with a heart for Jesus to come and witness to these people. One other very quick thing I'm so excited about, hot off the press. I mentioned Linda Barnes, who does the referral process. Um, I found out on Friday afternoon, Linda, also we're part of a thing called the Reuse Network. It's a national organization. It's to do with reuse of things that people throw away and it gets reused because we have an environmental aspect to what we do as well. She's been put forward for a Volunteer of the Year Award and she's been shortlisted. Uh, we've just been found out she's been shortlisted. And do you know what amazes me about that is the Reuse Network is not a Christian organization. You know, there are many other furniture reuse projects across the country who aren't Christian organisations. The Reuse Network aren't Christian, but my submission to them about what Linda does is very much about her heart for people, why she does it, that we give furniture away for free. And when they came back to me and said that she'd been shortlisted, they just said they were blown away by the story. So praise Jesus. Brilliant.